Now that we know what's on the menu, let's discuss whether or not we like the flavors. This is Scott's of Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i am talking about uh, the menu once again but this time i'm going into depth with spoilers so this is meant for folks who have seen the movie or are okay having it spoiled for them whatever you might like to do but this is the spoiler edition i tried to avoid that in my review last time uh, but it this movie is a very fun one to discuss so without further ado let's get started In my review of the menu, I did my very best to avoid big-time spoilers, not only because it's a movie I think a lot of people should see, but also because it's the kind of movie that will end up on a lot of year-end lists that folks didn't get a chance to see in between Wakanda Forever and Avatar 2, and I wanted to throw my recommendation into the mix. That said, I also think The Menu is a fun and interesting movie to talk about, both because its twist isn't exactly what you'd expect, and it is intentionally vague about our lead chef, Julian Slowick's motivations and inner thoughts. So today I'm going to revisit this darkly funny thriller and why its big twists work as well as they do. And since there are so many of them, I'm going to address the twists one by one and how they either amplify this movie's themes or in a few cases don't. Twist number one is that the guests are on the menu, but not how you'd expect. Based on the premise, creepy vibe, and air of malicious mystery, I, like many people, assumed that the guests are the menu. My first guess was that this would be a literal, would be literal and that our guests would either be eaten or become food. And they kind of do, but we'll get into that. Hence why this location is so exclusive and why all of these guests are, kind of, are a kind of rich asshole. This seems incredibly plausible after the chef sends out tortillas with the guest's sins etched into them, and even dice off a guy's finger when he tries to leave. But that's not quite what's going on. Instead, Slowick has imagined this as the last meal he's ever going to cook, and that everyone involved, from the staff to the guests, will be dead at the end of the night. They're all part of the quote-unquote meal. Every action the guests and cooks take is part of the presentation, at least in Slowick and company's head. So I enjoy this twist for a number of reasons, including one, it's not what I expected, and that's fun. Not a requirement for a movie like this, but it's always fun when a movie zigs when you expect it to zag, or comes up with a smarter version of what you had imagined. Secondly, it removes a lot of the manufactured hope and cruel tension you'd expect in a horror thriller like this. The audience knows very early on what everyone's inevitable fate is, which means the emphasis is less on what the end result is going to be, but rather how long this night will go on and what's going to happen between now and the guest's final moments. It's a, it's a good example of how knowing the ending doesn't deaden the impact. And finally, it's another effective commentary on food as art turned up to 11. What I love about this entire display is that, at least in Slowick's mind, his final penance and masterwork for misusing and abusing his talents for years on end. But since he doesn't seem to know how to do anything else besides high-concept food dishes, that's the only thing he can think of to upend things. It also means a wild card like Anya Taylor-Joey's Margot is unwelcome, and is unwelcome because she is a last-minute substitution to the dish, which Slowick even calls her at one point. Even when he's trying to be righteous, this guy is only capable of showy cult figure chef stuff and gives Margot an opening to call him out towards the film's end. And let's get into twist number two, which is how Margot knows Richard, the older rich guy. 
At the beginning of the film, Margot trades some glances of recognition with an older rich man, who's there with his wife, named Richard. Considering the age gap, the audience is probably thinking an affair or some messed up thing Richard's wife doesn't know about. And we're mostly right. As it turns out, Margot is an escort who once worked with Richard and had a startling experience with him. Plot-wise, this twist is important because in Slowik's minds, in Slowik's eyes, this makes Margot an innocent, a server versus a customer who, as we quickly put together, is here with Nicholas's, Nicholas Holt's insufferable Tyler as part of her job, not for pleasure. Couple of cool things about this. The first one is that I like how unashamed and matter-of-fact the movie treats Margot's profession. There's no judgment from Slowik, and he even bonds with her over bad customers, and how a job you can like can turn over time the longer you do it and more bad customer experiences rack up. The second is that there seems to be this seems to open a possibility for Margot to either switch sides as Slowick presents or escape. She wasn't supposed to be here, a fact that becomes even more horrifying when the third twist slots in, which is Tyler knew. From the second we meet Nicholas Holt's Tyler, we know we're not going to like him. He's a foodie fanboy who constantly talks down or talks over, Margot pointing out every flavor and texture he can think of, and uses phrases like mouthfeel without irony. He's also obsessed with Slowick, to the point that he keeps taking pot shots at Margot for having a quote-unquote ignorant palate or not appreciating what she's a part of, as if that's part of her job description. This also th throws off Slowick and his group, who didn't want any unknown entities here, and though never said, wanted someone who deserved it to be part of this menu. Which makes the reveal that Tyler knew what Slowick was up to the entire time all the more infuriating. In a monologue aimed directly at Tyler, Slowick reveals that not only has Tyler been in constant contact with Slowick leading up to this meal, he also knew its ultimate outcome, death for everyone. Before this, Tyler is an asshole. After this, Tyler might be a sociopath or so psychopath. He's so eager to be feel a part of Slowick's world and understand him that he damned an innocent woman to die because Slowick doesn't serve single patrons. Not only does this add a level of tragedy to Margot even being there, but it makes his subsequent deconstruction and annihilation via Slowick feel justified. In a, in a moment of true irony, the foodie is forced to cook for Slowick, is ridiculed, and then gets just enough whispers in his ear to commit suicide. And then our next twist, which is Margot finds a way out. This is the least direct twist of the movie, since in a rare moment of being closed-lipped, Slowick doesn't explain his rationale out loud, though there are plenty of signs visually if you've been paying attention. Just before the final course, Margot has angered Slowick by, following, by failing to follow his orders and killing his main helper, and also attempting to alert the Coast Guard and escape with everyone. You're with them now, he says. But before she can meet the same fate as the other guests, Margot comes to a revelation and demands everyone's attention the same way Slowick has all night. She centers herself and slams her hands together with a thunderous clap. The slam startles everyone, including Slowick, who wonders what's going on. At which point, Margot takes Slowick to task for the pretentiousness of the night's menu, and how nothing made this, this evening was made with love, just precision, and states that she's still hungry because she hasn't enjoyed anything. Intrigued, Slowick asks Margot what she wants to eat, and she says a good, old-fashioned, messy cheeseburger. Slowick says he can oblige, but Margot says she's skeptical of whether or not he can cook with heart anymore. Then, Slowick makes the burger and serves Margot her meal, complete with fries. 
At which point Margot says the burger is delicious and asks if she can get this to go, indirectly begging for her life. And Slowick agrees and boxes up her burger and fries and sends her on her way. It's a fair question to wonder, what changed in Slowick's mind? What about this request got through and saved her life? To answer that, we'll have to go back a few scenes to where Margot investigates Slowick's house and bedroom. In a visual metaphor so on the nose it's ridiculous, Slowick's house and main room is just a recreation of the restaurant, aka it became his entire life. When Margot enters Slowick's room, it is almost bare, save for a few bits of technology and photos from his career. And there's a few that stand out. We see what looks like a wife and child, whom Slowick is no longer in contact with, and also a progression of Slovak's career from line-item burger cook to stoic master chef. What's most important is that Slovak's face throughout the years has become more stern and expressionless. All of that joy that the young burger cook had in that photo is gone. Margot's request isn't just an attempt to call out his hypocrisy. It's also her trying to remind him of why he loved to cook for other people. And Slovak very briefly seems to get that. For the first time all night, Slowick smiles as he prepares food and takes his time adding spices and onions to the burger. Hell, the burger doesn't even look crisp. It looks gooey and imperfect. You can even see the fat bubbling off of the patties. But he's happy with it. Stripped of all his pretense, he can still touch people with food. And I believe it is this reminder that changes his mind. Margot knows what he's been missing and reminded him just before his end how much joy food can and often did give him. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.